Hello, Boradarpaub. Good morning, everybody. Once again, we're back with this podcast, which hopefully brings you to the now, which is the only time that ever exists, blah, blah, blah. Um, today, though, two more two more studies, uh, for important ones. The first one I want to mention, and this I have mentioned this type of research a lot, and hopefully this will break in this time, break into the mindset, unshackle you from this mindset. But it was done on... Um, Severe energy restriction or severe calorie restriction and weight loss. It was a recent experiment done by the University of Malaga in Spain. A small study. It was eight weeks long. 14 females. Average age of 30. Split into two groups. Still with me? So half of them did severe energy restriction. So like eating a thousand odd calories a day. The other group did progressive restriction. So they start off a bit more calories, but eventually to the last two weeks, they would be in about 1,100 calories a day. You know, horrible stuff. Results, the progressive energy restriction group actually lost more weight, five pounds, versus the severe energy restriction, which is 3.5 pounds. Now that's surprising because the severe energy restriction was in a larger deficit for six weeks. The last two weeks, the deficits were the same. I hope this is making sense because they were progressively increasing the deficit over time as opposed to going straight in with the low calories. So progressive lost about 1.5 pounds more over eight weeks. Body fat, the progressive group lost 3.7 pounds and the severe lost 2.6 pounds. Again, progressive um, wins that one. And then fat-free mass, um, so essentially muscle and stuff, uh, progressive lost 1.3 pounds and the severe lost one pound. So these results don't really add up, right? Because those people were on really, really low calories for eight weeks. And you'd really expect to see one to two pounds of weight loss a week. Now, we know fat loss and weight loss are not the same. Like, you can lose fat but not lose weight, right? But to lose five pounds in eight weeks on such a severe deficit is not in tune with the numbers. Now... When you look at this and you actually read between the lines, and you obviously, I haven't mentioned this, but they was in my fitness pal to track, um, boo. Um, what's happening here is they're claiming they're eating 1,100 calories, which was the target, but they weren't. Because if they were, they would have lost about between 8 to 16 pounds of fat, right? Because they would have been losing a pound a week easily and obviously over the one, two, three, week one, two, three, four, five, maybe you wouldn't have been like progressively one pound a week, but you would have had that big drop at one point and you would have been evened out on I about that's right about right. Because five hundred calorie deficit a day over a week equals one pound of fat loss a week, roughly. Right? They were in a bigger deficit than this. They were in eight hundred calorie, nine hundred calorie deficit a day. So they should be seeing double that a week. So two pounds nearly of fat loss a week. So they should have been seeing at least ten pounds of fat loss. And you might be saying, Well, there is something called starvation mode, which is a myth. Look at pictures of people in Auschwitz and stuff, they literally turn to skin and bones. Of course the body does have adaptations when it starts losing fat, it will start to deregulate and stuff make you move less and all that stuff. But it's still, if you're in a deficit, you're in a deficit, right? So what is really happening? If you actually look at this, what's going on, they just struggled to follow such a strict, low-calorie diet. It's as simple as that, right? And because they couldn't stick to it and they don't want to claim wrong in a study, they said they were eating about 1,100 calories a day, Right, but really they were eating on average three, four hundred calories more per day than that. 
right? Because the the data the data doesn't lie. The data is there. The numbers are there. If you can openly look at your data, and say, okay, I've maintained for the last thirteen to sixteen weeks, but I've been eating a deficit. What you need to say to yourself is, well, I think I think I was eating deficit, but the numbers over sixteen weeks, my weight's the same. Okay, and then it takes a really wise person to say. I could be wrong, mind. <laughs> you know, I could be wrong. The me, there's no way me. No, no, I'm not wrong ever. You know, of course I'm wrong. Because my weight hasn't come down in 16 weeks. It's been the same. I haven't been in the deficit over 16 weeks. In total, I might have had a few days in the deficit. I might have a few Monday to Wednesdays, those fond days you remember where you hit your calorie target and you had lovely, no, low social life days and you think, oh, Scott, I've definitely stuck to my diet. And you forget the weekends, don't you? Forget about those three, four thousand calorie weekends per day, right? And also, just to add, this this research group not only were they doing a low calorie, they were doing four weight workouts a week and one hundred and seventy minutes of cardio a week, right? This is what people try and do. This is what you're trying to do sometimes. Hey, you listening? <laughs> you try and do too much, and it backfires. It doesn't work. To go fast. Right, to genuinely go fast, you must go slow. That's how it is. In another way, to go far, you must start near. Which means, if you're, mo- if you're trying to go from a lifestyle of eating 2,000 calories, 2,200 calories a day, you're socially drinking, you're eating out, okay, weekends, you've got kids, you do nice stuff, right? To go from there to 1,000 calories a day, eating like a bodybuilder, doing cardio as like a bikini competitor, is not a reasonable approach to do, right? I'm not going to go out there and train like David Goggins, straight off the bat, right? No one does this. This is not how humans work. It's not how nature works. You gradually go towards those types of places, even if you want to go and touch them. So instead of thinking, how can I drastically change my life today? How can I make loads of changes today? You need to say, I understand that's kind of been how I've been hardwired, but that is actually going to take me further away from my goal. It's going to make things, it's going to increase the time it takes for me to reach my goals. It's going to make me more frustrated. It's going to make me a grumpy git. If you're not a grumpy git already, you will be one if you're on super low calories and trying to do cardio all the time, loads of workouts. So why bother going into grumpy git land? I don't know why we bother even playing about with it or contemplating it. I don't want to touch that. You're not going to see me doing Stairmaster 60 minutes a day, seven days a week on low calories and would train six, seven times a week just to lose some body fat. Think about what that, think about what I'm saying yes to there and what I'm saying no to. What I'm saying to there is I'm saying yes, I am putting my fat mass above every single thing in my life there, essentially. And what I'm saying no to is I'm saying no to decent energy levels to work, no to a social life, no to a moderation in my lifestyle. I'm saying no to other activities because I'd be knackered. I'm saying no to pretty much everything else. I'm saying no to energy into other areas of my life. Because you've got you've to find that amount of energy, man. How much energy do you want to direct at fat loss? It doesn't have to be much. It really doesn't. It doesn't have to be such an effort. It needs to be honestly. You have to start from an honest base. Here's what I'm actually eating. Let me track what I'm actually eating. If any of you are listening and thinking, what should I do? How should I start? You know, you start now here where you are. You don't start from an imaginary alternative image of yourself. You start from, right, let me just track what I usually eat today. And it might shock me, it might not, but I'm just going to track what I usually eat. 
from there I will tweak tomorrow. And from there I'll tweak there. That I can work from that. I can only work from this. I can't work from crazy grumpy git image of me. I can't work from that because I'm not going to get there. I'm not going to sustain it. So I'll do it one day and it'll go on. It's an illusion. Right? So can we work with where we are today? And I don't care if you say, well, Scott, I was fitter over COVID. I was way better shape last year. I feel terrible now. Put weight on. So, okay. Well, so what? It's life. Some people put weight on. Some people don't. Some people are in a good place right now. Some people are not. Just how it goes. You know, like, uh, my training, it's been here and there. But a busy, busy summer. You know, I'm not going to cry about it. And I, look, I know some people listening like, Scott, I've got a lot of weight to lose. Okay, I'm not trying to belittle that or anything like that. I genuinely, obviously, want to help everyone who's listening to this. But take the pressure off yourself. Start from where you are today and have some fun with it. So remember the three main things for fat loss. Calories, protein, steps. Okay, if you don't want to get into workouts right now, that's absolutely fine. Hit your calorie target. And genuinely, if it's if it's you think it's high, good. Hit it. More energy for you. You still lose fat. Hit your protein. Get your steps in. Right. How much steps you want today? Try and beat the last week step count. Play those games with yourself. And honestly, those three things combined with some mindset, enjoying your life, social life, balance, learning about yourself, not panicking, not catastrophizing, understanding stress, understanding your stresses. Like I mentioned yesterday, a lot of these things come into it. And there's another study, just to briefly finish, which is similar to the one yesterday, talks about the benefits of a healthy social life. And I cut a long study short for you, done on 1,335 German people. Um, looking at us, German researcher, German people, it says people, uh, 50 to 82. It just showed that basically people with more social connections showed smaller decreases in brain volume. So essentially, you've got a healthier brain if you've got social connections still. Um, and the difference between one good friend to three to four close friends was one year difference in aging. So you can think that might be a lot, might be not. But, you know, if you've got one or two close friends, right, like I mentioned yesterday, you know, sometimes it's, it's a day, well, no, sometimes it is a two-way street. So if you feel like you're not getting anything from your friends, and I'm not saying that's the only reason you've got friends, get stuff from them, you reach out, you plan stuff, you give a text message. Um and don't think about, like, trying to make new friends all the time. Say, no, you've got limited friendship groups. You've outgrown them, essentially. Don't, don't connect with them. You know, it's not going to be wise to go to, like, networking events to try and find your bestie, like, in it. So you make friends through really, unfortunately, in Britain, like, drinking. <laughs> that's the main one. You're going to a pub or going out to social events after playing sport and getting wrecked. You know, that's, that's when you're younger. That's how you make your friends. Now, obviously, you can still join activities and stuff now without doing all that and that's probably the best place to go is like activity based stuff is cooking it's group fitness classes it's yoga it's pilates it's um i don't know like whatever like run clubs just like pick one and go and do it like hang around um like go to the krishnamurti center like i do and meet 30 odd people who want to talk about that stuff (laughs) you know and you connect with people um so have a think about that one. If you don't want your brain to shrink, potentially make sure you don't let those uh, friendships in your life disappear. That's more important than uh, losing a few pounds of fat, that's for sure. Now on that note, guys, start from now. Start close. To go far, you must start very, very near. Remember that today. 
make small changes from you today. And that's all I'm asking. Have a good day. Speak to you soon.